Everybody, welcome back. This is Inside Fitness Radio Presents Total Fitness Podcast. My name is Matthew. I'm Walter. Today, we're going to be talking about the... What was that? <laughs> I knocked on my desk. It uh, was very loud. Um, hopefully, that uh, doesn't pop up. But today, we were talking about the aesthetic versus the wellness. So this topic came up because I was talking to a client about this actually uh, yesterday. And the idea that there has been a huge shift in the fitness community as you get older um to lean more towards the wellness side of things and i say older and i'm like talking like late 20s here i know but you get me um whereas before you know it, it or just even as fitness has progressed over the years it used to just be all about aesthetic muscle looking good this that that whatever and now it really has kind of shifted into what i personally preach and what walter personally preaches to our clients which is feel stronger, have more energy, have more confidence, the body will come with that. But as long as you're feeling good, as long as you're healthy, that's the main focus, the results will come alongside that instead of just the other way around. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today, because it is an interesting topic to see this mindset, mindset shift in the past couple of years, and just through COVID, especially and all that. So and obviously, we're great examples of what kind of went down with that. So we'll talk about that. Okay. You go first. I go first. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm going to say, boomers, unite. Because um, I still <laughs> believe that a lot of this is driven by us. Yeah. Um, as my generation and the X's, even the Y's, whatever, um, get older, we're all going like, it hurts. This doesn't feel right. I can't maintain this. But what is more important? What more important is to be healthy and fit and be able to move. Mm -hmm. We've seen our parents' generations lose their ability, their mobility earlier, and we're already there. I am older than my parents were when they died, okay? And they were not doing the shit I do. So what does that say about my generation? I mean, hey, we don't want to die. We, don't want, to be, we want to be here forever, sort of. But also, <laughs> um, we have the money, we have the disposable income to buy the Peloton to get all the little toys and things, get our heart monitor that's $770, $770 <laughs> our heart monitor uh, um, uh, to allow us to maintain these sort of things. Yeah. The younger people, on the other hand, are only stuck with the visuals that they get on social media. I'll say magazines fit into that, but magazines, what's that? to a, a millennial right so they're being forced an image that we're kind of maintaining a little bit up at this end but that is like this is what it is this is what we're we're capable of and so they're going for that um yeah they haven't got the aches and pains yet but that's literally it it's like i remember my dad saying to me when i was like just starting out in the gym 12 13 years old whatever it was do the right form otherwise you're going to end up like me you're going to wake up and the only time you're going to feel feel normal is when you're in the gym and that is not where you want to be because you're going to just have aches and pains throughout your day right you got to focus on the mobility the stretching the this the that whatever at that time i was just like i just want to lift weights i just want to gain muscle i just want to look like so and so on the magazine cover right it didn't even take me five years before i had my first major injury you know, at like 17, 18 years old or whatever it was. And from lifting weights, 
and I realized like how important, you know, what he was saying was. I am 25 now with less aches and pains because I have taken mobility as a huge part of my routine now. But I'm 25 now with more muscle tears, more injuries, more health problems than I really would have thought I would have had in lights, even if some of those health issues were just genetic to begin with. Um, some of them were exacerbated by, you know, competition or, you know, the process of dehydration for competition, whatever. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that I was like, I'm looking back at it now. And I was like, Jesus, I'm 25. Back then I thought I was going to live forever. I realize now that no, you never, you're not going to live forever, but you will live a very long time. You know, there's this mentality that went around, especially my, my, generation like the later uh, millennial and early gen z so or like the older age of gen z where it's uh who cares if you die at 40 as long as you look good while living your best life right live live 40 years as a lion instead of 100 years as a sheep right that that whole thing and this like i grew up in the, yeah like i grew up in the gym shark the original gym shark influencer area right when everything was just popping up online ziz was a thing jeff seed was a thing jeff side whatever his name is you know chespra all those guys david laid like and it was just these dudes pumping gear pumping weights partying all the time putting out videos of them picking up chicks at festivals and just you know just and their whole mentality was like, you got to live your best life now because you don't you don't know what tomorrow brings, which is 100% true. I But they weren't allowing themselves to even see what tomorrow brings because at some point, you know, Ziz, for example, you know, he was doing tons of drugs. He ended up with an enlarged heart, went into a sauna one day and never came out. And it's like, it's those things that you're like, oh, well, that will never happen to me. And, you know, like I, I will never have heart problems. And it's like now, even all these bodybuilders nowadays, and there's one I think of in particular, um, who's an IFBB pro, Mike Wheels or Mike Wheels Pro or something on Instagram, who is very open about how he abused his body. And at the age of like, I think he's in his 30s now or something like that, or early 40s, his heart is just not good. Like he had to take a major, major step back from bodybuilding, just the gym in general, because, you know, his heart couldn't handle what he was doing to it through all the years of you know fitness or the wrong type of fitness you know abuse yeah. and steroid abuse um just trying to be as big and as lean as possible just trying to get to the point of you know i need to look good to see be on the magazine cover and i don't care about you know what i put into my body as long as it gets me to my goal right my last point i'll make about that is look at we interviewed a couple weeks ago a strong man, Michael uh, Mitchell Hooper, sorry, who over 300 pounds is low body fat. That's a very impressive thing. But his biggest thing and what he actually did say on our podcast was the biggest thing for him is staying healthy in a sport where health is not really a thought. Because you just want to gain as much weight. You want to put on as much fat as possible. You just want to be as strong as possible to reach the goal of the world's strongest man. He is willing to take second place to that guy because he'd rather live a longer life and a healthier life. Injury-free, 
health problem free, all that sort of stuff. And it's, it's a mature way of thinking, but unfortunately a lot of people are not in that mindset. No. And I mean, that, that goes for sports in general. I mean, uh, to be an award-winning long-term NFL quarterback, you don't necessarily have to be as healthy as possible. These are the parameters which you must meet. Must meet. In order to win the Olympiad, you must meet these parameters. Nobody says, your heart's got to be good. You've got to last a long time after you win that award. No, it's all about what can I get right now? And that that's a mentality that we're forcing we're forcing on the kids the kids are taking and running with it and so we're talking about them yeah you know everything that they're doing is something that we have said to them this is probably the right thing to do you're a 13 year old boy and you should have a big chest and abs you're a 13 year old boy are you crazy well at 13 they kind of are so it's our responsibility to teach them otherwise, right? Yeah. You know, and but we don't. We say, this is what you should look like. We but tell little girls at 12 years old that they need to diet because they're overweight by five pounds. But that's the problem, right? I don't even think that's necessarily an issue of like, because there is good influence out there. Mm -hmm. But in your mind, you're like, this is the standard of male masculinity or whatever. And this is the standard of female femininity so i have to look like that person even though they're tw 20 years older than me have tons more experience have lived their life even if that person they're looking up to is the healthier version of them we still want that shortcut i mean tiktok yeah. instagram everything on the internet has just given us this horrible issue of now 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 because we can get every answer we want by typing it into google we can mm -hmm. get every person we want to talk to within five minutes because we can send off an instant message to them. So why should fitness be any different, especially when there's so much BS on the internet lying to people yeah. about, yeah, you can get there. Here, do this program, do this drug, yeah. take this diet. Just check out my three body type program to see which one yeah. will get you <laughs> yeah. to lose the 30 pounds in two days. Right. It's um, ridiculous, but unfortunately, yes, it doesn't. Shout out to you. Whoever you are, <laughs> it doesn't matter who who says no. This is not the way you need patience. You tell that to somebody, especially a kid, somebody teenager or early twenties. They want it now. Mm -hmm. One thing, especially in my generation, I'm not gonna lie. If we we definitely do have a harder time affording a house. We do have a harder time with you know minimum wage back then and the buying power back in your day is way different than mine there's no doubt about that but also at the same time so many people my age have not even given themselves enough time to establish and also realize that times have changed there is no internet back then there is internet now there is no there was no subway system all over the city back then maybe there was only like one line but now they're you can literally travel anywhere you want, or you can even just work at home. You could work remotely. You could take the go train to the work. You could do this. Uh, you can do three days on, two days off. Like there's these massive changes that are providing huge opportunity for people if they just allow themselves that patience. And it just translates into fitness as well, right? But, but we again, aren't patient enough. We're, we're trained not to be patient. I mean, 
I want my food delivered in bit, bite-sized bits that are already pre-cut, and all I have to do is put them in the pan. Oh, why should I do that? I'll call Uber Eats and just get the meal delivered to me. At some point, you just get your day after you day know. after day. Yeah, you know, nobody is willing to go the extra mile. Uh, I mean, I remember the days of, of, I mean, when I was in my 30s, and people started to take their laundry out to get it done. Okay. Instead of doing it, but they never had any money. You know, they were always spending their money on this service, that service, that service. But all those services are geared towards right now. I want it now. And so, if I want my body right now, then maybe the lipo is the way to go, or the machine, the the Doctor Ho thing. Um, you know, that sort of stuff. Is that the way to go? Because I want it now. And how do we get back from that? You know, I thought the pandemic was going to do that to a certain extent. It didn't. No, if anything, it made it worse, in my opinion. Mm. Almost, right? But that's kind of where I am glad that the pandemic did cause a little bit of a shift. Or just, again, like people have been causing a shift lately with uh, what is fitness and wellness. And as we are getting older, because there is more information available to us now, I have clients late 20s coming to me saying, I don't care about how I look at the end of this. Obviously, it would be nice to look good. But reality, I have seen my parents. I have seen my grandparents. I don't want to end up with that. You know, I, I, I realize now that, you know, I've gained a couple of pounds. My metabolism slowed down because I've been treating my body so badly for the past couple of years. You know, I, I know now is the time to cut back on the drinking, cut back on the smoking, cut back on all the crappy food because I don't have the energy to do the things I actually want to do anymore. And that could just be like, I don't even have the energy to go out and be social with friends for that dinner. You know, I'd, I'd rather cancel those dinner plans just so I can actually eat at home, Uber eats it because I don't have the energy to spend four hours with my friends because my body is in such bad shape like i just mm -hmm. it gets tired it doesn't want to rock walk, walk around and sit for hours i'd rather just be on the couch eating uber eats and then go straight to bed chill on netflix yeah and yeah. i mean that is the part that i'm happy is coming to fruition in people's minds that like oh shit this is it's better to catch it sooner rather than later because we do realize the later we start Obviously, the tougher it will get to, or tougher it will be to reverse the issues. Not that you can't; it's just going to be tougher to do that. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we still have we we still are a generation apart from where we need to be. We need to be in. We need to be. I want to say almost hammering it in their minds, subliminally messaging kids on these apps that you do not have to diet. You do not have to lose those five pounds to fit into that size zero, zero, zero. You don't have to have abs, massive shoulders, chest, and whatever at the age of 14. You know, you are still developing. Worry about building good routine and habits when you're a kid. Mm -hmm. Worry about just being healthy and having fun with fitness. Find the thing that is fun for you so you never stop it. But unfortunately... Yeah, unfortunately, we're just not there. No, and we haven't. 
if, if a child hasn't learned to like play sports, whatever, um, by I, I would say 10, they're yeah. probably not going to. Now, those few who perhaps have may continue through their adult life. But 90%, as soon as they kind of hit university, unless the university is being paid for by a scholarship due to sports, yeah. are going to slow down on the sports and stop that. So we have to prevent that sort of loss of love of sport. But we also have to do more to encourage the kids to enjoy getting out and doing and being part of. Yeah. I mean, this is, we're, and again, this goes back to that patience issue, issue or the hustle mentality and hustle society. They, they're willing to give up their health for 40 minutes extra of studying. That's probably not even that effective because they've been studying for six hours and they can't retain any more information. And the thing they actually do need is a break to go work out, clear their mind, and then go back to the studying. But we've mm -hmm. just been so overwhelmed with, oh, you got four hours of sleep last night. That's lucky. I only got two because I was up all night doing work and studying and I'm better at you. I'm better than you because I can hustle harder. And, you know, I'm the one who's going to bust my ass off just so I can get the dream career. And I'll get back into fitness once I, things settle down. And Which is interesting because I was reading just yesterday in the Globe and Mail, I think it was the Globe and Mail, about the uh, the kickback against the slow quitting concept. The quiet quitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiet quitting. Right. So um, on the one hand, they're fighting over who's the greater hustler and who can achieve more. Yeah. On the other hand, there's the great percentage that is going like, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do. Oh, it's five o'clock. Click. Yeah. I am no longer hooked into work. And I think you have to judge, well, what results do I really, really want? That's it. Do I want the million dollar home by the time I'm 30? Or do I want a really great life? And I'll have a nice place. I'll have a sanctuary that I build for myself, but that's it. Yeah. You know, don't live in Toronto. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to like that quiet. Thing. That's a whole other topic we could get into. Um, we can do a podcast on, but I find it really interesting because I've always been in that mentality just because I love what I do. Why would I want to stop working until I feel like I need to personally take a break? And that's it. Like, that's where I'm at. Like I will work through the weekends. Like after this, I, uh, after my workout after this, I'm just going straight back into work for the rest of the day on a Sunday. And it's just because I enjoy it, right? But mm -hmm. again, I work for myself. I don't work for somebody else. So maybe that's the reason why. So there is a little bit of that. Yeah, I got to hustle because I'm the one that's keeping myself afloat and yeah. I need to provide that, right? But even with, and I am a huge advocate as are you, even with this whole quiet quitting concept, even if you are in the hustle mentality, I do not give a flying fuh. You need to have fitness in there because if you do not have fitness in your routine, even if that is just a 30-minute run, a 20-minute yoga session, at least once a day, whatever it might be, you need to have that in your day. Otherwise, you are not going to have a good routine. I truly believe that anybody with a great routine and it, this is not like bodybuilders, athletes, whatever. I'm talking about every single actor you know, every single hustler you know, every single billionaire, millionaire that you know fits in their workout every single morning, sometime at lunchtime, right before they go to bed, whatever it is. 
Every single one of them has fitness in their routine because they understand the importance of dedication and discipline and patience of fitness and the health and energy and the confidence it gives you that applies to every other aspect of your life. Fitness is the thing. I always say to my clients, you know, you're going to get a lot out of this workout and you're going to change yourself physically. But what's more important is how you're going to change yourself mentally because you're going to be the guy or woman who now devotes time to themselves, who now has a mindset of, I need to do this, I need to do this, and I do it. Not just I need to do it, because lots of people know what they need to do, and then they don't do it. But if you're the kind of guy who gets up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go and work out before you go and work a full day, because you want to be home in time to pick up your newborn child at the daycare and spend quality two hours with them, that's pretty amazing, as opposed to, I never have time. I don't know. I didn't see my kid. Oh, I'm, I'm going to see my kid, but I'm also putting on weight on a regular basis and, and all that and being unhappy about yourself. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, um, but I'm taking on the approach as my rebrand of the no BS guy and kind of speaking my mind a few times. So I will say this. I truly think that the people that say they don't have time for fitness are weak. Not weak in the physical sense, even though they probably are. Weak mindset. They they know what they need to do. Every single person on the planet needs to have some sort of fitness routine. That doesn't mean going to the gym. That doesn't mean running. That could be walking, yoga, Pilates, playing Frisbee with your friends, walking your dog. It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit what you do. You need movement in your life. You need to be strengthening your body, whatever way, if it's very quickly through powerlifting or you're taking your sweet ass time just by lifting kettlebells at home. I don't care. You need fitness in your life. Otherwise you will have a weak life mindset and physical wise. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. I, I you know, I, I can hear, I can hear the voices. I'm a single mom with two jobs and by myself. And I, I say to her, um, walk up the stairs. Yeah. You know, do the simple. little things you can. It doesn't have to be an hour in the gym, but again, as you stated, do the small things that you can do that are going to help you incrementally get fitter. Because those kids are going to go to school one day and you won't have to worry quite as much, and then you'll have a little more time, and you already have a habit. But it's also, they're on top of that too, and nobody ever believes me, like new clients never believe me when I say this, and these are typically the clients that don't end up coaching because they don't see it this way they're so in their head about you know what they believe if you're that single mom with two kids who has truly no time if you actually took the time for yourself if you actually just said you know what i need to take the hour a day to work out a meal prep and all this stuff you will you will realize how much time you actually have because you'll make the time once you start working on yourself you'll make the time for yourself you will start saying no to the things that do not matter. You'll start saying yes to the things that do matter. You will start saying no to the things that really, truly do not impact your life in a good way. Yes, you will still be busy as shit. I understand that. You're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a busy life. So fucking what? You're not alone in that situation. Everybody on this planet at some point in their life has probably had a really busy day or a busy week or a busy month. Busy life. Busy life. Deal with it. Understand that the only reason that you're making that excuse is because you don't want to change. You don't want the uncomfortability 
of change and seeing what you're truly capable of, which is incredible things. So get off your ass, stop making that excuse, find somebody that will keep you accountable and just start working, work on the wellness. Nobody gives a shit how you look. Okay, few people give a shit how you look, but it shouldn't be your main purpose for working out. Fitness should be the wellness. And this is why it's so important to teach this to kids that aesthetic is not the issue. Wellness is the issue at such a young age. Because if you can build that routine, I'm so grateful for my parents that put me in martial arts when I was a kid. And, you know, my dad was was a gym rat. So, you know, when I started wanting to go to the gym, even the days I didn't want to, he drove me there because he was already on his way. So he's like, you know what? You're either going to sit in the car for the next two hours or you're going to be working out for the next two hours. So I built that routine of understanding even when I don't want to do it, if I do it, I'll feel better. I'll be better off for it. And it ingrains into your head at such a young age, just like a language, practicing a language is a lot easier as a kid than it is as an adult. You can just carry that over for years and years and years until the day you die. We are our habits. Build the good ones and you have a better life. You know, you are a stronger person mentally. So I think, yes, we've said it. Wow, you're really mean. You're a no, no, a badass. I'm a horrible coach. No, I swear. I'm a nice guy. I understand. I empathize. I sympathize. It's just, you know, on a broader scale, the excuses lately have been pissing me off. I'm not going to lie. You know, when it's, if you can explain to me your situation, I will help you out. A hundred percent. I will help do my best to help you if you're willing to take that help and listen and apply. If you're just going to complain to me though, and you're just going to make excuses, I find somebody else. Walter and I are not the people for you. <laughs> this podcast is not for sure, you. Sure. <laughs> we try to be nice. We try to be politically correct. But you know what? Some days it's just like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, political correctness in terms of how you handle other people does not mean taking their excuses and going, oh, poor baby. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not correct. That's being, that's aiding and abetting. Yes. And in yeah. my other world, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing in this world either. No. Nope. You know? Well, uh, again, you know what? We're going to we're gonna put this out there because I do want to record this. Two, the two next podcast topics, we, we're going to push back the Andrew Tate. We were going to talk about Andrew Tate because that was going to be interesting. But we'll push that back a little bit because I want to talk about that. Addictions outside of addictions. You know, the things that we just hold on to because there is addictions that we have to our habits. <laughs> huge huge so we're going to talk about that and then the other thing we're going to talk about is just again just no longer dealing with these excuses that we have you know how do we get over them and how do we overcome them and uh talk about that and then we'll talk about tate because yeah. we've been wanting to do that for a while that's be fun. <laughs> yeah so All anyways right. that's that's it that's it for today as usual guys if you have any questions if you have any comments uh hit us up you know where to find us boom and walters is on his side if you do enjoy the show please uh consider subscribing liking us um and again we have a lot of things coming up your way a lot more guests coming in through the fall we're very excited for that so make sure you uh stick around pay attention follow us on instagram all that good stuff so yes. stay safe stay breezy take care guys bye